both of our listeners. Hello, all 12 of you. We are a Solid 7 podcast. We're not a podcast about nothing, but we're not a podcast about any one thing. Each week we get together, talk about whatever's going on in the world that interests us, and invite you to come along. But before we do that, we're going to crack open these delicious Jocko ghosts. hey I'm drinking the pineapple coconut today. I thought I'd change it up. I'm uh, back to Afterburner Orange this week and uh, forgot to throw one in the fridge, so I'm going on the rocks tonight. And uh, if you happen to be in the Florida area, they are still two for $4.25 at the Wawa. We actually went ahead and added it to our Amazon auto ship. Oh, nice. Yeah, orange and green. It's like 10 or 15% off just doing the auto ship. Mm. Then if you have an Amazon Prime card, you get like 5% cash back. Mm. It's a pretty steep discount when it's all said and done. Is that cheaper than getting it from his website for like the 10% off? Yeah, I did, I did that math because it's, it's a cheaper percentage off and then the cash back on the card. Yeah. And at first I was like, well, I bet if I bought from them, more money would go would go to them. So I'm like, I should do that to help them out. And then right. I thought, I need that money more than Origin does. They're doing just fine. I'm sure they're, they're I mean, doing, they're selling jeans for about 150 bucks. So Nobody's sitting at or- Origin going, well, we were going to keep Freddie on the payroll. Right. But Kale ordered his goes from Amazon instead of us. So Freddie, you're out of here. Have you, do you want a pair of their jeans or do you own a pair? I really want a pair of their jeans, but well, I do. Um, I'm just not rich enough to justify it. I think they probably last long enough to justify the price. You think I'm, you'd have that pair of jeans for the rest of your life? Well, I don't know that I need to have them the rest of my life to get my money's worth. What's I mean, like if you go buy like whatever you can get at Target, Walmart for twenty bucks a pair, mm-hmm. you're not going to get more than a year, year and a half out of those jeans. Um, I bought jeans. When I was in New York at Forever, sorry, Becca, that I bought jeans at Forever several years ago, the child slavery thing. Right. Um, but I'm, I bought those maybe 2017, and I'm still rocking those like three or four pairs today. Okay. Yeah. Mine just, uh, when I buy the cheapies, they just don't last that long. The exception being like if you get the legit like just blue bootleg brown tag wranglers not the wranglers you go buy at target like the wranglers you buy at like tractor supply or like dick sporting goods they're made for men they're made for like real men yeah that's why i don't need jocko's jeans because i'm not man enough and you get a a decent run out of those but if you don't want that look if you don't want to look like you're trying to be a cowboy yeah that's the only um, thing too i'm sure jocko's not selling skinny jeans on there uh, they've they've got a few different cuts, and they've got some that have like the uh, elastic or whatever kind of like woven into the fabric, oh, right. which I guess women have done for a long time. And good call, women. Oh yeah, the we jeans I got from Forever yeah. are a little stretchy. Yeah, and it's comfy. Um, but I just knowing origin, what they're about, I'm I'm certain the jeans just last. My thing is like I'm dropping weight right now, so I'm not going to buy. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, over $100 jeans right now. That just doesn't make sense. Right. I mean, they're 100% made in America, like top to bottom, which really interests me. From the cotton to the brass to the person sewing them. Yeah. Yeah, It's insane, which is awesome. They're like, as they're doing all this stuff, as they're building out the company, they're like making a documentary too. And they post little clips and stuff. Oh, I've seen it on their YouTube, yeah. Yeah. Little blogs. It's like, like real deal, not like ghetto. They're yeah. doing quality. No, yeah, it's high quality. And their whole thing is like they're just, like they, 
actually believe that they're on a mission that they're going to succeed in to like bring manufacturing back to America. And uh, between <laughs> you, me, and both listeners, I if anybody can pull it off. So I mean, it's things where like the loom, they're weaving, they weave their own materials. They're, it's not even like they're buying material, like materials like fabrics right. from American manufacturers. They're weaving it. Right. They literally went and like rescued decrepit looms because nobody was weaving fabric in America anymore. So they went to these like old shut down warehouses wow. and found these things and found some of the like few people left in America who know how to make these things work mm-hmm. and brought them into origin and like brought these machines back to life. And now people are learning how to make those things. Yeah. He was saying that people have, are forgetting these certain trades yeah. and they're trying hard to relearn all of it. Cause we don't do it here anymore. So right. they posted a video this week that was really cool where they're working on doing. They've done boots for a little while now. I do want some of their. I want a pair of their boobs. And it's Bo- boobs. <laughs> I want a pair of their boobs, guys. Uh, I don't think on it makes. Those. I want a size C boobs. Uh, <laughs> so, um, and I mean, you know me. I'm a like I'm a weirdo about my shoes and stuff. Like I've worn Vibrams for a long time. I don't care if my shoes are cool. I don't care if I look cool. Sure. Like I just go for. I'm wearing Crocs right now. Like. That's they're they're in. That's that's they're I comfy. as I understand it. I, yeah. My kids wear them, and yeah, then cool. anytime they we come across like teenage girls and they see my daughter in Crocs, they're like, oh my gosh, she's in Crocs. Yeah. They think it's like yeah. yeah, they make them in all sizes. It's yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but so like I tend to not like something that has like heel rise and too much support and stuff like like that. I like right. my foot to work the way it's supposed to work, but right. Um, that's for another podcast. So like their boots would kind of be out of whatever for me, but I, I want them cause it's origin and I'm a fanboy, and they do look awesome. Kira saw a couple pairs she wanted yeah. on there too, but they're like, I mean, they're again, like the yeah. jeans, they're legit well, materials. Hey, when you're having to pay Americans to cut the leather and stitch and sew and glue right. it and it's quality materials, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's it all pricey. adds up to, to more, but Again, something like their boots, though you're gonna you're gonna rock those for a long oh, yeah. time. Oh yeah. Um but they're I guess they're gonna do some steel toed ones now. Oh cool. So they were like having to track down the machine to do like the steel toed stuff and they had to like buy it off a company in I can't remember where, someplace they do still do manufacturing and bring it back stateside. That's cool. And so their thing was like, no, now we're reversing the process. Like the equipment that used to be here making the kinds of things we're making went overseas because that's where we started doing those things yeah now we're bringing the machines back like into america it's it's cool i i respect that hustle hard yeah that's awesome uh i think what might help the case is um like i i don't know i don't see uh things changing massive like getting like making a turn and getting better in our relations with china anytime soon i think it's getting worse um yeah which is uh you know, it's it stinks for the Chinese, like the you know just run of the mill Chinese people. We're talking about the Chinese government for clarity, not the Chinese people. Yeah, no, I mean, like I'm talking about people. I'm talking about our relations with the nation. But I'm saying like if their relations with other, you know, the rest of the first world continue to deteriorate, it's bad right. for their people, and it's really not. Right. You know, it's not their fault to the extent that it's you know at some point you outnumber the people in the government like regardless of the country. Like mm-hmm. so at some point you're allowing your government to be the way it is. Right. But it's it's a big leap to go from like to, to even have that thought in your head when you've been oppressed and controlled for so long. Right. To have that spark so when you're going to be like it doesn't have to be this way and we're going to do something about it. That's you yeah. don't see that often in history. 
You saw it in 1776, though. <gasps> um, so it's whatever. But I think, you know, if those relations continue to deteriorate and Americans as a whole kind of get an attitude towards it, and I don't know, like, it, I, there's not much of, like, shared belief. Like, we used to have shared core values in America, and that's just deteriorated so much now. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I could see large portions of our populace never being like, yeah, no, forget them. But large portions would, too. So if it got to where it's like, if, if it got with China the way we used to look at Russia, particularly during the Cold War, then I think you see a lot of potential for, uh, you know, American manufacturing to make a comeback. So we'll we'll see. Um, yeah, I just want a pair of jeans and boots so, and then go work on a farm. <laughs> That's what I feel like I need to do or become a construction worker to make, I don't know. What, what, like earn your jeans? Yeah. And then like that would make me feel just 2% more manly. Just having jeans and boots, but I will sell y'all. Maybe just a like a, a weekend project. Like Maybe you could just make a habit on the weekends of constructing like a checking your your oil and topping off your wiper <laughs> fluid and Kira, making, I need to buy a pair of dollar jeans so i can go check my car oil and making sure your <laughs> tires are full of air i don't know wawa has free air so wawa has apple pay at the pump it has free air and it has jocko go i didn't know and it has delicious paninis and food i and didn't hokies. know that they had apple pay at the pump i knew they had it inside cool that they have it at the pump i'm, I'm very selective about uh, I had a friend that really, I mean, he was the kind of person that he just geeked out on data about a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't have, it, it's not, I didn't had a friend. We're still friends. He doesn't live around here anymore. Uh, but it, like he could tell you stuff about like gasoline and oil. You, you never even knew was knowable mm. and gas is very much not all created equally. There are, uh, top- like Exxon has the best gas not necessarily but exxon there's there's certain gases that are legitimately rated top tier and that actually means a thing it's not just um so in marketing there's a kind there's a term called puffery i think i learned this from tim ferris maybe i don't know but puffery is like that stuff it's like elf it's like world's best coffee right it's like this thing that you can yeah you can you can say this thing that makes you sound awesome but can't be substantiated and that so that's that's puffery, but ah. so top tier gasoline you'll actually see the little top tier stickers on some pumps. Hmm. Um, it actually means something. So it's typically, um, you know, like a greater amount of detergents, stuff like that. So your engine runs so cleaner, better the whole nine. Gas good? Yeah, uh, it is. It is. Uh, well, I won't say that it's not good. I will say I, I'm pretty sure I'd have to look it up, but that it's not top tier. Ah, because I um, only get it there because of the Apple Pay yeah. at the pump. Shell is uh is top tier mobile. As a matter of fact, like Shell's high octane, like their whatever the top one is, ninety one or ninety three, um, has the like the highest level of detergents of of any gasoline available. Like it's it's the top top tier. I'm just keeping the detergents in my washing machine though. But uh, but you can actually look up which ones. Well, I, I can't because you don't have internet. Yeah, yeah. Yet again, thank thanks Spectrum. Yeah, I was gonna look up too what Jocko, what else he sells on there because he has a lot of cool crap. They got belts, they got leather wallets. Yeah, they've really been stepping up those stuff. They actually did like during COVID. Uh, we're bouncing around a little bit. Back to Jocko, but uh, yeah, be be picky. If stuff builds up in your engine. I would be picky about what gas you put in it. It makes a difference <laughs> yep. long term. Yep. The other thing is uh, Shell. You join their little free fuel rewards program, mm-hmm. and essentially, if you just always fuel up at Shell. Like it's five cents off per gallon every time you fuel up. Hmm. 
you just use their their little rewards card. I don't know if there's a shell near me. I have to look this up. Extra bonus as a T-Mobile user is T-Mobile does their T-Mobile Tuesdays thing. So it's just an app on your phone, and you get like coupons and freebies and giveaways every Tuesday. You log in and you can get stuff every single Tuesday. They have a code to add to that fuel rewards program for ten cents off per gallon, which stacks with the five cents off that already get. Oh wow! So I only fill up our vehicles after I've gotten that code. Right. Especially right now in Biden's America. 15 cents off per gallon's not nothing. Come on, man. Yeah. You know the thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, anyways, yeah. But uh, kids love my hairy legs. They, uh, yeah, they keep they keep adding stuff that they were doing. That was like, a Biden quote. That wasn't just saying that for fun. Yeah, I think everybody. Okay, everybody I just want to that one now. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe, maybe not. Look it up. No, Biden actually said that. Yeah, so, no, I know. Yeah. Joe, Joe Biden leg hair. Yeah, it was actually about swimming at, at pools with African Americans. Yeah, they Americans. get wet and it yeah. sticks his leg or something like that. It was an interesting, interesting quote, yeah. as our president is known for. So um, two in a row with interesting quotes. But they were, you know, as a lot of companies were focusing on like expanding their fitness offerings during COVID. Uh, <sighs> this is origin. Um, so they did some really cool stuff. They did like club and mace workouts have gotten really popular, like mm-hmm. along with kettlebells. So they did um, some like Indian club things that they designed. So it's a wood handle, mm-hmm. but it's like screw on weight caps for the end. So you can customize the weight of the club mm-hmm. there. Those are really expensive because like every handle is milled and like those caps are very whatever, but those are really cool. But they did something called the burden. Do you see any, have you ever no, seen that so, sounds scary oh it's freaking awesome so they took their so like their pivots for covid were like well we've got material we can make masks so they started cranking out masks and when they'd run out of one material they'd start making masks in another material okay so when nobody else could crank out masks they they figured it out like they just pivoted and did it um, I bought a couple different versions of their masks just because I'm. I wanted to support the, what they were doing. Right. It was just cool. They weren't overcharged and they weren't whatever. You know, I never went and bought um, a mask. Here's still buying new masks. I'm like, why are you doing this? We don't have to wear them anymore. I was just on the hunt for like what's actually comfortable and not annoying. So I bought for, some from Goruck, which is another U.S. company that I I love, um, and I liked the that material on those. I like the build on those. Um, but the one I landed on that I used all the time was from a company called Forged, um, mm-hmm. which is yet another clothing company uh, founded and run by um, veterans. And the, the Forged one is just super, super comfortable. I, I love the cut. It's really easy. It's a decent look. So that's what drove it for me. Like with the Origin masks, um, we needed – like that mm-hmm. was the very start. Like they made that pivot like right away. Right. And we didn't really have any. So I'm like, I want to support them. They've got them. Let's order them. And then when they came out with some other designs that looked, the first they did like the gaiters, mm-hmm. you know, because they've got like the stretchy material from doing like rash guards for jujitsu and stuff. So they just started making gaiters out of those. Why were pe- places like Disney and stuff like you can't have those and other things, but then the surgical masks were fine? Science. Because I'm like, what's the difference? Like the surgical masks aren't doing anything more than the neck gaiters. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's, I don't know what's true about all that. I mean, I assume there's probably a reason they wear the surgical masks for surgery and not neck gaiters. <laughs> I mean, it probably yeah. <laughs> is. So it is like, from what I've gleaned, like all this stuff that you learn throughout COVID that you wish you didn't know and, and isn't going to be of much use for the rest of life, but like the fabric in those surgical masks, or maybe I'm thinking of the, like the actual N95. N95s or both. You think it's like fabric, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Like it's different materials. So um, 
like it's synthetic and I don't even know how they make it, but it's not like woven fabric. It's different. Right. At least on the N95s, I saw that. Um, but on the surgical mask, like it's actual three layer and it's intentional about the way it is. And if you wear them the way you're supposed to, um, like my buddy that's the doctor, like they, they literally teach them a specific way to put those things on and off and fit them mm. for them to be effective. Hmm. And almost no one's doing any of those things. So it is. But How is there a wrong way to put those on? Uh, because if you don't do the fit right, mm. then like, it doesn't you, like, twist it like with, around your ear on the string on the side. I don't know what the. I mean, we could probably if if Spectrum didn't suck and my internet yeah. worked, and yeah. or if there was competition in the market for internet and mm. I wasn't landlocked and you could get any mm. other service where I live, uh, and Spectrum didn't have a monopoly in the area, I'd tell you. But since we can't look any of that up right now, I wonder if you could. Uh, um, go oh, on to- oh, oh, hang on! I'm running speed test. We might have something. Test failed to complete. Check your internet connection and I try again. I wonder if again. you could get like go to all your neighbors all the way down this road you live on and just ask all of them, "Hey, would you want a different provider ISP in your area?" And then send that to someone. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just gonna get Starlink. <laughs> How does Starlink work? What? So it's just like you throw out their little satellite dish and you connect to the internet, and then like. Does it like do you have to probably connect to like whatever Spectrum, AT and T, or whoever, what whatever they would connect to from their outside stuff? Like no, like you just run the cable in from your. As I understand it, you just run. <laughs> they call, the satellites are called uh, Dishy Mix Mick Dish Face. Of course, it we is. probably have to edit out some misspeak that I yeah. just made. But God, Dishy I love them Mick so much. Dish speak. <laughs> so, um, but you just connect it like to their modem. And then you connect your router to it, uh, and you're good. That's cool. Yeah. So I think the initial equipment, well, man, we're all over the place tonight, but their, yeah. their initial <laughs> equipment, I think, is like 500 bucks, which is high, yeah. but they're actually losing money on that. Like It's like it's like the OG. That, that is, does that include the modem? Yeah, that's that's all like the hard equipment. But then you never, are you paying a monthly fee for the internet? Oh, yeah, yeah, like uh-huh. 100 bucks a month. Dang. But it's quick. Uh, and it will keep getting faster as they keep building what's, out their like, mesh network. Does it depend on your area? It depends how fast? on where you're at and time of day. So that stuff will time normalize, but right now it's still uh, a New, beta. Yeah. Well, because it depends on the positions of the satellites that you're pulling from sure. and how many you're hitting from and how many people are hitting those satellites because they're still, they've gotten the latency down really low because they're in a pretty low orbit. That's mm. one of their big advantages. There's other companies that have been doing satellite internet. Mm. They just don't have the number of satellites up, and they're in a much higher orbit, so their latency is oh, really right, high right. too. So Tesla's going for really high speeds and really low latency. I said Tesla, yep, Starlink. but we mean I meant SpaceX and Starlink. Same thing, same diff, yeah, same diff. I don't know. We've talked about it before. Like even on Starship, when you see um, those ailerons or those flaps or whatever they are that kind of slow it when it's doing yeah. its belly flop maneuver, it's it's Tesla electric electric motors. That's crazy. Moving those flaps. That's and awesome. it's crazy when you watch it in flight. It's crazy the amount of torque, like how fast, yeah, how minute the adjustments can be, and how fast those big flaps with right. all that air pressure on them. Can it's like move. those grill-looking things, those dark gray grills on the well, sides. That's uh, so they're those are called grid fins. Mm-hmm. Grid fins, yeah. So they use those on the um, Falcon nines right now, and there will be uh, grid fins on the super heavy booster. Um, that's the first stage of Starship. They haven't flown that one yet. They'll tell, ah. they'll fly that one soon. Right. This is on Starship. The things that look like they would maybe be wings, but they right. aren't wings. They don't they're provide jet, any they're lift. Helping. Yeah, they're yeah. they're just providing drag. 
Right. It can traverse some. They can use it to shift it back and you know back and forth yeah. laterally. But really, it's just there. It's again, it's that same concept of like when you see a skydiver, like get wide to right. slow down and pull in to go fast. It's that. Right. Um, so it's just bleeding off speed before it does that belly flop maneuver. That's but crazy. it's it's like straight up Tesla motors driving that. That dude's a genius. He really is. Do you see any of the stuff about the uh, new the Model S, the Plaid model? I know nothing about it. So you've seen the movie Spaceballs. Uh yes, a long time ago. I was hoping you'd say yes. I, I own real, it on I was iTunes. Be real disappointed. So you know the point when they're like going to hyperspace and they're trying to get away and they're doing like ludicrous speed and then they speed up. And it's like they've gone plaid. That's literally what he's doing. Oh, that's awesome. So the top model, yes, that's like, hilarious. Like the crazy model before this was yeah. ludicrous and now they've gone plaid. That's dope. Oh, I love and him. This thing, I think, like the price jumped. I think just before they released it. So this car is like. I don't know, $121,000, $131,000. I want to watch that little clip. It is the fastest production car ever made. Wow. So production being like, we're actually like mass producing and selling. Yeah, these. yeah. Not like, okay, it's, a concept. It's, it's a Veyron and we're like hand building, yeah. you know, maybe double digit numbers of these a year right. or something like that. Um, but like, why do you need a car that go that fast when your average person's be going 45 to 60 on a regular road? I mean, the amount of things in life you can say that about, I don't know, yeah. because this is America and because we can. Yeah, I guess. I never, because, do you ever see Tesla speeding out and about? I never see it. I'm always passing Teslas and I'm like, bro, you could whoop me, but you always drive slower than the speed limit. Does it kill yeah. your battery more if you drive faster? Uh, Yeah, probably. I never see extent, a Tesla yeah. whipping it. Yeah, I don't know. I've not seen one yet. I want to see it. I want to see it go. Well, dude, the uh, the plaid that's that's the one to do it. This thing, zero to sixty, one point nine seconds. It's not that fast. That's insane. Just think of Michael Scott. When it he runs beat the again a speed like limit. a production like off the floor car. It'll run the quarter mile in under ten seconds. So you think all the way back to so like, he would beat Vin Diesel. Yeah, you think about Fast and Furious before it was loopy and weird, the first movie yeah. when it was decent. When it was actually about racing. And the big deal was like, you owe me a 10-second car, whatever. Yeah. He, plaid, Paul could go, here's a Tesla. Yeah, Here you plaid, go. Plaid, Model S Plaid, off Dang. the showroom floor, sub 10-second, quarter mile. But like then Elon's touting there. It's like the, t- the top five vehicles right now. It was a very specific rating. So we'll link to like their launch video for the Plaid. Um, but like from the, we talked about it with uh, Mike Redacted, like the NHTSA, somebody who does like these safety ratings and stuff mm-hmm. for vehicles, like the top four, five cars of all time that you're least likely to be injured in in an accident are all Teslas. Hmm. And so like Elon's doing this pitch. He's like, this car, he's like, really? Well, and I guess he kind of addresses your question. Like, why? Yeah. Like, why do you even need that? Which right. you can say that about a lot of cars. Right. right. All of our cars. I mean, none of like your car, my car sitting outside right now. They're not super fancy, but they'll all reach. Ex- they'll all exceed grossly exceed any of the highest speed limits around right. here right now. My car says probably like what to 170, 150, maybe. That can it actually, no, that car like, can it really get that fast? Nah. Nah. Why tell me you can? Um, they want to give you that hope. Maybe. But Elon's thing is like, if we want to continue to drive the move to electric, like we want to show people like, these cars, like the best cars are electric. Mm. He's like, this thing will outperform any Porsche. Any Porsche. He's like, but it's safer than any Volvo. Mm. In the same car. Yeah. 
So it's like, you know, what what's your angle? Safety, we've got it. Performance, we've got it. Like right. electrics, where it's at. He's trying to be a Swiss Army knife it of a will, car. The range on it, on that model, is 390 miles on a charge. That's significant. Wow. I mean, that's... that's Is that the entry-level one, too? No, no, no. He's talking about the top tier. Like Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, yep. the Plaid is like the Mac Model S. Okay. At this point. But it'll also, like, it's set up for their quick charging. So you can get, I think it's like 170, 180 miles in range in a 15-minute charge. Yeah, that's not bad. So you stop off at a supercharger, you grab a coffee. You're, by the time your coffee's gone, you can drive another 200 miles or whatever. Right. Um, I've thought about that, like, if I got... Because, obviously, I will get a Model 3 before I die. And if we... I'll be more prone and open to these car trips. I think it was last week we said I hate... I'd rather fly... 12 minutes away versus driving. Um, I would do car trips for sure all the time with the Tesla because it's driving me, but then I also don't mind the 30 minutes or yeah. so stop you have to do every two, 300 like you miles. Stretch your legs anyways, yeah. get a drink, yeah. you know, whatever. But Wakuma, oh, she'll need it. If you ever stop leaving, you know, take leaving your home alone. Oh, she's so sad. Um, but uh, yeah, and then, so they, they changed the orientation of the Model S to... Um, uh, I want to say landscape, which is wrong. No, yeah, it's been it's typically been in portrait. Now it's in landscape. They added a big screen to the back seat. What was been in portrait? Like the their big center screen uh-huh. in the front seat. Uh, I thought that was always landscape. No. Oh. So they shifted it to. Um, no, it was it was always portrait. They made they shifted it to landscape. That is that's not just in the plaid. That's the new Model S's period. Huh. Uh, but they also added this massive screen to the back. But then they have a ton of processing power in this thing. So it's like PS5 level gaming in the vehicle. That's insane. And like the speaker, he's like, it's this is a a home theater experience to sit in here. Obviously, the screens aren't gigantic, right? But the audio quality and these screens, big screen in the back. Yeah. Like du- for the back seat, dual people. inductive phone chargers in the in the back seat console and in the front console. Gosh, like what's the starting price? Did they say? Well, so like that's an odd question with like because this this car like this is the top tier of Model S, right? So it's gonna be so pricey. This, this isn't like so like to to talk about what the base price is, you'd be talking about a lower model of model S. Like, I don't think there's a, a base of plaid or like, what's the, what's, what is it costing? Like how much the, is pl- the plaid is, I think it came out to one twenty one or one, 131,000. Okay. How much is but a I normal th- model S? I don't know at this oh. point, but they've revamped the whole model S. So I don't know how many of these features are specific to just the plaid. Um, oh. like how much of that is just like the performance and how much of that, like new model S's are getting period. Right. Um, so like the plaid is a like a lot of times you'd see like a like a, 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 a like a faster or a better model model of Tesla would have dual motors. So to have an electric right. motor driving the back and an electric motor driving the front, the plaid has three motors. There's one driving the front, and then each rear wheel has a dedicated motor. That's insane. Yeah. Oh, I just I don't even know what model model S S delivery. I think this is plaid. It says long range seventy two thousand. Oh, and then you can click plaid. Okay, so that just their regular Model S, long range. You can't even get a standard range. You have to. It's only long range right yeah. now. Seventy-two thousand plaid one twenty-two. Yeah. Jeez. So, but you. I mean, you think. Look up what the price is. Like, if if you wanted to buy like a, a Porsche, like GT two or GT three. Porsche GT two. Their GT three RS popped up. 
That- That's a crazy car. How much are you, girl? Uh, one sixty one. Yeah, and this thing looks nice. Yeah, they're they're fire. Now that three point two seconds, uh, zero to sixty. Uh huh. Wow. Uh huh. So this car, this is a brand new Porsche, and the new Tesla. You said does it in one second and one point nine seconds. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Suck that Porsche. <laughs> so now Porsche geeks will be like, oh, the handling's not going to be the same. And that it, was a twenty nineteen Porsche nine eleven GT. 3RS. And that's no joke. That's that's not your starter level Porsche. Yeah. That's a serious... I mean, that's a race car. Yeah. It's a race car. But... And so, like, my same buddy that geeks out on, like, oil and gas stats, he's a Porsche nerd, and uh, if he was listening live right now, he'd be blowing up my phone telling me all the ways that GT3 RS is still going to be better than that Plaid. And it probably would outperform in some categories. Probably like handling and stuff like that. Oh. Um, I mean, those those Porsches, they generate so much downforce. Those things are like just glued to the ground in turns and stuff like that. The Model 3 is, it um, hasn't gone down in price. But for off, off the line and overall, I want to say, um, again, we'll link to their like launch video for the Plaid. But it's like generating like over a thousand horsepower. I want to say it's 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 crazy. It's crazy. It's a crazy automobile to be, as you know, to have the performance that it has and be as safe as it is. Now, to be clear, you're not very safe in any vehicle moving at the kind of speeds no. that those cars will move at. Right. If you're not in, you know, a like a NASCAR track stock car. Yeah. Um, you wreck going much faster than 70 or 80. Uh, you better be right with God. I think the Model 3 went up in price because I've priced this out before with the long range and it was about 48. Yeah. Right now it's telling me 60 for long range. Well, probably paying like 10 or 12,000 additional dollars for full self-driving. Too. Yeah, 10,000. Yeah. Which so, that, I'm saying before, maybe I never did long range and I'm wrong. The deal when they launched the Model 3 was like this is going to be a $35,000 good electric vehicle. Yeah, the entry level is 34. Yeah, and it's like for a long time you couldn't even get the like you couldn't even buy the model it was at that price cuz they couldn't make enough money off of it. They needed more volume of more money to be able to sell them at that price. It became it became a volume issue. And so you can now, but like it's a very Spartan vehicle. It's not uh, Yeah, like I was thinking cuz I was just going to get the standard range. I don't care to get the long range, but yeah. then I'm thinking if I'm already going to do it, let's do it. Yeah. So I Well, and that's why I'm I think the play long. is to buy a used one. Yeah, for uh, sure. Something a year or two Which used, I didn't know they did until you told me. Then those all become those all come FSD capable and you're not you're not paying that. So you don't have to pay that 10,000? No, it's baked into the price. I chatted with a Tesla rep on there as I was looking to be like, even if the I'm, original owner didn't pay for it. Uh, like how I, does that's that, the way I like when me just chatting with the person, that mm-hmm. was my understanding It's like it, it was listed on all the vehicles I was looking at. And I'm like, does that mean capable? And like, I would need to pay the price. They're like, no, it's, it's there and enabled. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So then how are they getting away charging a brand new one for 10,000? People just go, okay. Because some people have more money than sense, my friend. Mm. Which, speaking of people with more money than sense, have you seen the bidding uh, to take that flight on Blue Origin's rocket? No. Go to Blue Origin's website right now. So uh, we've talked about their rocket before, the yeah. New Shepard. That's Jeff the little Bezos, one. Jeff Bezos, right? Jeff Bezos, yeah. Bezos. So that's that's the one that just does like the up and down. It's just a, like you go up past the Carmen line. Holy crap. $4.8 million. Yes. So here's the way they did this. Like... What they said is, okay, we're finally going to fly people on this rocket in July. 
They didn't say who else was going to fly. There's an uh, auction, a live auction tomorrow, June 12th. Yes, that, We're recording yeah. on the 11th. So they've done this whole like auction process. So at first it was like closed bidding. Like you could just go on and enter any bid. And then they came out and they said, okay, this is our top bid so far. And then they did just you could bid on online. And it got up. The last I saw it was 3.8, so it's climbed. The reason it's jumped, it wasn't that high. Jumped it was, up 1 million. It was like 1 or like 1.2 or 2.1 or something like that. And then they announced, because they didn't say who else was going to fly on that first flight. Bezos is going to fly on the first flight and his brother. Now, I'm not the biggest Jeff Bezos fan. Like, he's just not... You got to respect that. He started in a garage, and he's yes, about to launch a rocket. But he just doesn't have that X factor, right? Like, Steve Jobs made you dream. Elon makes you dream, right? Like, they make you... Like, there's something about them, right? right. Where they have the there's, X factor, there's some yeah. haters, but it's like, they make you think, man, humanity can do incredible things, and right. we're going to, right? And there's just... Whatever it is about Jeff, that's just not there with him. Yeah. Um, same thing, Gates. It's just it's just not there. Well, Gates might right? be a pedo now. We don't know. Um, <laughs> so, oh, please don't sue us. We, we, we're <laughs> just, they say that on the news. We don't believe them, buddy. I, I don't, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly, you're um, a pedo with Jeffrey Epstein. Um, so, um, but you gotta you gotta respect a guy who's like, no, I I I put my money where my mouth was. I built this rocket. Yeah. And the first time people fly on this thing, I'm gonna be on it. Right. That takes. Yeah, that, takes, that means you believe in it yeah, and you don't think it'll yeah. blow up. So him and his brother are going to be on that first ride. So once that was out there, so now like you're not just paying to get this seat on this rocket and go be a little mini astronaut. Right. You're going to get some FaceTime with Jeff Bezos. Yeah. So now they've done, so this has all just been this online bidding and then tomorrow at like 1245, I don't know if it's Eastern or not, tomorrow being Saturday. So by the time you're listening, this is done. Sorry. Yeah. You missed your shot. Tell us what happens. Um. But uh, I, I suspect it'll go quite high once it's actually a live auction. So, so but what's that's cool for is, one more person to go with them. Yes. But what, and this is cool, they're not keeping a dime of that money. That's all going to, to a charity. Aww. So that's, I mean, they're going to make their money on New Shepard. They're going to have no problem booking seats on these rockets. Why do they call it New Shepard? Because of Mass Effect? Uh, because of Alan Shepard. Oh. And that's why their big uh, heavy lift, a heavier super heavy rocket that they're building that's now massively delayed is called the New Glenn for John Glenn. Hmm. And that's actually being built uh, right here in Florida, out of the Cape. So if you go out to Kennedy right now, as you're turning into the entrance to the visitor center, like literally right across the street is a massive Blue Origin facility. And they actually just like bought and are expanding even more. I can't remember how many acres of their facility out there. Jeez. And they just did like a billion dollar build out on the launch pad that they're connected to. That's crazy. Out there. Yeah. They're he started spending... selling books in his garage. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. And now he auto ships me Jocko Go. <laughs> <laughs> so good luck on your flight, buddy. Yeah. But, I mean, God bless Jeez. you. I mean, people can hate all, all they want, but I mean, that dude, like, why do, what more do you want from a person? Why do people hate him? Because there's that whole, you know, that, like, what does he do at Amazon that's so much more valuable than the guy who's packing boxes on the truck? Mm. I mean, who cares? He 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 start he started it. He risked the money, all of which would have been like I, I haven't ever. I mean, the podcast counts a little bit, but so like I've never been a business owner. But mm-hmm. I don't know what it is in me. I've just always identified like I really appreciate like the courage and the ingenuity and the hard work behind that entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and I've also like been close with people who did have that and did mm-hmm. have, like everybody thinks, you know, your own, your own restaurant or whatever, you're, you're rolling in it and you're, and you're making that money off the backs of your employees. Right. Like a lot of times, and 
Oscar on the office will tell you this. A lot of startups, like the owner's not drawing a paycheck right. for, for a years. That you know, they're just putting it back in. And that's we're talking small businesses, like opening that shop in the strip mall. Or we've got friends right now that are, are like uh, working to open up a sandwich shop mm-hmm. uh, around here in our area, and just seeing them go through that, like all the money they're having to risk putting into this thing, knowing most small businesses, most restaurants don't make it, right? right? So they're putting all this time and all this stress, getting these permits, these things, hiring these people. Now it's like, um, you know, they, they had this plan in place. And then, so then state of Florida passed as a constitutional amendment, which is so stupid. We're going to have a $15 an hour minimum wage. Now it phases no. in over years, but it's like, okay, so now all, all the numbers they crunched, like, okay, what's it going to cost us to run this business and staff it? Well, those numbers are all out the window mm-hmm. uh, because the le- the least amount of money you can pay somebody. I- I'm sorry, but there's not a minimum price that like, mopping floors and slinging sandwiches is worth there's just not mm-hmm. um and i mopped floors and slung sandwiches i i worked at chick-fil-a for a while like a good christian boy um so but seeing all that they put into that and it's like if that business fails yes the employee has to go find another job yeah but the owner's out all that money that they sacrificed and put into it. Maybe they took out loans maybe they mortgaged their house right? all that money is gone that employee they're the difference is is the risk, right? Right, and then when you see, especially when you have a decent boss, a decent owner, like any anybody who's a decent human being doing that, like those individuals in the families that rely on those paychecks, like they carry all that weight on their shoulders, right. day in and day out. Like if this thing fails, I'm not just out money. I'm not just out my house because I took out a second mortgage. Like they can't pay their bills. They can't feed their families. And so they're, they're racking their, their brains They're Yeah. You know, why, why am I paying each employee the, the least amount that, that I, I can for the work that I need them to do? Because if I've got to pay them more, I can't, I can't have as, I can't pay as many of them. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, that's not, I, I, that was really clumsily worded, right? They're not paying them the least amount possible, but it's like, why not just pay everybody 20 bucks an hour? Mm-hmm. Oh, because my sandwiches will cost $50 a piece to be able to pay that. Right. And nobody wants a $50 sandwich. Yep. Um, actually, I, I saw Disney in, at Disneyland selling like, I don't know, $100 cheeseburger or something. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> Wait, wh- what? <laughs> Well, yeah, that's um, why I said, like, who cares if Jeff, Be- yeah. Jeff Bezos makes them? It's like yeah. he started it. It's his, it's his gig. Who cares? Right. It's his so, company. So it's that whole mindset of... Um, it's just a jealous uh, And actually, comment. I think this is uh, an Obama comment. Like, well, I think it, it's... I don't have an Obama voice. I know you do. Like, I think at some point you've made enough money. Who gets to decide enough? Mm-hmm. Who? Yeah. Like, it's... His, like, who cares? Yeah. It's just, it's just jealous people making, like... Yeah, yeah. So... Let, and let him, you let look at... Rich. Who cares? Oh, it, like, you're going to hate on the dude for being rich? Well, his company, like, kept a lot of people... Employed. Not just employed, but it's like, how many things would you not have been able to get your hands on? Right. Especially early days of COVID, if Amazon wasn't dropping it right. off at your door. Right. Right? But so, then, like, I... The one... I think the one thing I have read that people hate is that he does with as much money as the company does have, they could pay their employees more and they don't. And so th- I know he's corrected that I'm whatever on that. Like, yeah, if you can pay your employees, I think you should, but like, I don't know. So uh, yes. And, and no. So the, but the, they also had bad working conditions. I think like people were like killing themselves basically in the factories and stuff. Like it was crazy. Like crunch people were overworked all the time and then severely underpaid. I don't know how much 
true that stuff is, but that's what I've heard a lot. Yeah, like if if all those stories are true, that that's a problem. That's awful. Right. right. And, and yeah. So there's a lot of factions to play there. One, um, right or wrong, we have laws against certain things like that mm-hmm. in America, and there's recourse there. Two, like I'm a firm believer, and this is an original to me in Dave Ramsey's whole approach of like everybody's self-employed. Mm-hmm. Everybody is self-employed, right? So you're you're a factory worker at Amazon. Amazon isn't your employer; they're your customer. You're selling your services mm. to them at a at a price that you agreed to. Yeah, like I don't know anybody who's ever been surprised by the amount of their first paycheck. Now, maybe a kid getting their first job and not understanding that the government's sure. going to take eighteen to twenty percent of that right. first paycheck. Um, but like nobody takes a job without knowing what they're going to get paid. I've never met that person. Sure, plenty of people are disgruntled about how much they make, which is funny. But you I'm still like, accepted. Well, it. you knew. Yeah. Like, why are you mad about it now? Because you're you, just being too logical and too you adult about to it, it before. Um, but. Um, well, I, I get it. Like you get in it for a while and maybe you, you know, like there, there's factors. So I get it. But when you boil it down to its base logic, but so Dave, Dave Ramsey's thing is you're self-employed. So if you want to make more money, you need to either improve, offer more services, basically mm-hmm. improve your skill set, right? be able to offer something worth more money to your buyer who mm-hmm. is your employer or find a buyer who values your product more. Yeah. Um, Hey, my, my current buyer, in this case, my employer values my services at ten bucks an hour. This company thinks they're worth eleven. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. Yeah. But so, like, improve the offering of your uh, improve your offering, or find a more motivated buyer. But nobody nobody's stuck. We don't do indentured servitude. Right. Right. So, um, so so there's that in the sense of if you can't afford to pay your people more, pay them more. Maybe you should take as good a care of your people as you possibly can, but like you wouldn't go out, you wouldn't go pay um, $50,000 for like a, I, I don't even know what, like, like a base model, like Kia Sonata or something. I don't even know what a, a small, cheap car is right now. Mm-hmm. You're not going to pay $50,000 for that car just because you have $50,000 to spend, right? Mm-hmm. No. Because the value is not there. That car's not worth that money. The, the quality of the construction and the performance and the lifespan and the whatever, it's just, it's just not there, right? So what you're, you're going to pay what the market has determined it's worth, right? So, so that's what employers should be paying is what the market has said that, that the work is worth. So this skill set, doing what, what you do, like you have a very specialized skill set, like doing, uh-huh. doing video work, audio work, right? Like not just anybody can do that. And mm-hmm. you can't quickly train somebody to do that and and i ran into this a lot when i did audio stuff and somebody'd be like could you teach this person how how to mix sound to a to a degree maybe maybe i can i can teach them how the console works i can teach them how the equipment works but there's an artistic value to it same as there is with video right right so you can teach somebody all of the editing things you do but that doesn't give them a good eye that doesn't give Mm -hmm. them good timing that doesn't give them a good sense of how to employ the use of music within that and how to you know uh you know make a certain cut like on a beat you know whatever those sorts of things um, so some of those things, you, that artistic value, you can't teach, right? Right. So that because like not just anybody can do it, and it takes a long time. Even if somebody does have that artistic side, it would take them a long time to build up the actual skill set behind it. Right. That skill set has value in the in the marketplace, mm-hmm. uh, right? So, um, but the market kind of determines what what's that 
what that's worth, right? right? So if you're like, oh, I'll do a 30 second video, that's going to cost you 1500 bucks. I'll shoot it. I'll edit it. Mm-hmm. Well, if all the other guys that can do that as, as good as you are like, that's a, a 30, you know, 30 second video, shoot and edit. That's a thousand dollar project. You don't get to charge 1500 bucks for that. Cause right. that's not the market. That's not the market price. Right. Right. So what comes into play, I feel like when you're figuring out how much to pay your employees is, Okay, then what what's the market price for this service? What what are they doing for me? Are they uh, an administrative assistant? Are they an accountant? Are they a, a video guy? Are they a maintenance guy? But you know, are they a maintenance guy that um, they've got like a lot of experience in carpentry and they can you know like fix cut baseboards and crown molding and actually like fix fix things? Or maybe they've got an HVAC certification so they can actually fix air conditioners stuff like that. Right there, there's more value in that in that skill set, right? So then it becomes okay. Well, um, if I'm only paying what everybody else is paying, now maybe that's all I can afford is like the base market rate, right? But if I can afford a little bit more and I'm willing to pay that little bit more, now I get to have the best people available who do that work, right? So if I want to have you on staff doing video stuff and the, like the average market rate is, you know, whatever, pick a round number, $40,000 a year, $50,000 a year. I, I don't know what you pay for somebody to do video editing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I don't know either. I think um, on Indeed, it's, it can be up to 60. Yeah. But it's like, I want to have the best video editors in-house. Right. Well, I don't get to pay that average. Right. Because average is going to get me that the average guy. I saw one place that was charging like 80. And yeah. I was like, can I apply there? <laughs> <laughs> but so it's like, then it becomes... It, so yes, if you have that capital to spend, it's probably worth, worth paying more than you absolutely have to. Right. To keep the best possible people who are doing that thing. Right. right. So it, it's not a thing where you want your janitors driving Lexuses. That's not the point. Right. But what you don't want to do is like lose a good custodian to custodian somebody someplace else. Right. For because that place will pay him more. When right. you could have. If you can't, you can't. Right. Right. Especially like you're just starting a small business or something. Like the money it it is what it it is. So you wanna you wanna pay fair, but it might not be there. To be that, hey, nobody's paying. Nobody in this city's paying anybody more to make sandwiches than I am. Right. So I've got the, you know, my people are motivated. They care. They they feel taken care of. They feel appreciated because I I pay I pay better than any any sandwich shop in town. Right. You want that, but you don't. You've got to build to that. And and maybe Amazon's there, and maybe they're not doing doing that right. Though they're really touting their whole fifteen bucks an hour right uh, thing right now. Um. So. To just say that, oh, they've got all this money, they should be paying these these people more. My response would be maybe, mm. right? Maybe. I, I don't know. But then they should have, I mean, I don't care how much they get paid, but they shouldn't be, if it's true, overworking people and they should have good working conditions and benefits and maybe stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't disagree. Like no company should be mistreating their employees, certainly in an illegal way, right? Right. Um, but so legal and moral aren't the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. So they can be, be doing the legal thing, but not the right thing. But then like what is right and wrong there? Uh, I don't know. It gets to be, again, there, there's market forces involved there and the employee gets to decide too. And again, if it's, 
if it's not fair, like I don't think you have to for adults. I don't think you, as long as you're paying everybody for all the time they're working. Yeah. So unpaid work, like you know, clock out but keep going. That's uh, that's right. clearly both immoral and illegal. Yeah. They happen yeah. To, to overlap there. But as long as you're paying every, somebody for all the time they're working, I don't think you even legally have to provide. Like, you should probably month, also look up like, the actual claims, yeah. too, <laughs> so we can speak better to it. But I don't think you're bound to to like actually provide um, like even lunch breaks and bathroom breaks. Legally? Uh, yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe probably bathroom breaks, probably you have to, I think. But you don't even have to give a lunch break. Hmm. So a lot of those things where people are like, no, you have to. A lot of that is like stems from, you know, like the the big push to for uh, like unions and stuff when those things were negotiated. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, none of us, if you're not going to do that, none of us are going to work for you. Yeah. Um, and, you know, really in a good job market where there's uh, more jobs available than workers, that will just happen naturally. Like, oh, well, okay, you want to work me all day and my benefits are garbage and I don't even get a lunch break? Well, this place over here will pay me as much and do those things. Deuces. Right. Um, uh, you, one of your good friends told me this um, years and years ago, like, you don't have to work there. No one's forcing you to work there. Yeah. You can leave. Yeah, that goes back to the, the Dave Ramsey thing. Like, you're, yeah. you're self-employed. Like they, A lot of people think, no, they, I work here. I deserve that. Yeah. Like, no, you don't. You don't have to be now, there. You might not always be in a position to make a quick exit. Sure. But you can go, okay, um, I can do better than this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start that process. Right. Either ha- is there any place I can improve my situation with my current skill set? Right. Or no, if this is as much as my skill set is worth in the marketplace, right. if this is the most I can get somebody to pay for what I can do now, then what can I learn to do that's worth more? Yeah. And you and you start that process. You might not be able to just Jerry Maguire it tomorrow mm-hmm. and grab the goldfish and walk out. Mm-hmm. Um, but you but you could start that process. Kira had way more luck on uh, LinkedIn. Surprisingly, yeah. I, no, I didn't. I thought that was just an annoying social media that business people always want to connect with you on. But no, she's gotten the, her last couple jobs through LinkedIn versus like Indeed or Monster yeah. or something. Is Monster still around? I think, I, well, I, I know Monster's still around because we, we've got uh, a couple of friends that are actually pretty high up there. But I, I think particularly during COVID, it was a real rough, like nobody's right. looking for job placement. during. Right. Uh, but hey, everybody's having a hard hard time hiring right now. But I think a lot of that's more service industry than, like I don't think a lot of people are passing on office jobs for unemployment checks. Right. Um, because Kira, when she was looking for jobs, I was just looking at Disney, seeing what they were hiring. Yeah. Dude, it's like nothing but like high IT engineer programming-esque jobs. There's nothing that's like, uh, do you want to work the front shop? Yeah. There may might have been a couple, but like for the most part, I'm like, dang, there's like, you need to, you need to have degrees yeah. to be working at Disney right now. And I heard, apparently, that is because all the people that were in those positions at Disney got furloughed found different entry-level jobs other places. So now Disney has the entry-level jobs taken care of. They need their experienced people back, and those people aren't there. Yeah. So something like that due to COVID. Yeah, it was a tough situation. Thanks, China. Yeah. So Blue Origin, Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I you know, I think it's cool that uh, that he's willing to take that ride on the rocket yeah, himself, cool. and I think it's cool that... Imagine that Amazon- conversation with the engineers right after he 
release that statement of all right yeah i'm gonna fly on it and then he goes you guys better make this thing work well what's funny is it's created this little mini space race now because richard branson who owns all the virgin stuff Mm -hmm. um his company uh virgin galactic has been at this for about as long not quite as long um trying to get their like spaceship one thing going out in uh, the western u.s and it's a real interesting situation. So that's that thing where they've got the the plane that has like two fuselages, like two bodies on it, and they carry their rocket up connected between those two things. So they fly that up to, I don't even know what, 30, 40, 50,000 feet. And then they, oh, yeah, they drop their rocket and it blasts off. And then that thing does this real weird like feather glide thing down and kind of lands like a plane. Hmm. Uh, and they've been at it for a long time and they thought they're, and they built like a whole spaceport, um, like a whole nice little like a municipal sized airport uh, out there to like be doing this stuff. And everybody, I think thought they were going to be doing this a lot sooner, but they had a test flight where like a human error, they triggered the feathering thing too quick and they actually lost a pilot and they, they've had all this complications. But so now it's coming down to where they're about ready to be able to fly people too. Mm -hmm. I, if I could only fly, if I had, if I, if money was no object and I could fly our one on the other, I'll tell you right now, I'd fly on blue origins, new shepherd all day long. I just think it's a, a much safer, much more solid de- design. There's just less that can go wrong there mm-hmm. and more precautions if things do go wrong. Gotcha. Um, but uh, so now like Branson, who's, you know, always been this like a adventurous playboy billionaire, whatever is uh, about to get beat to space by, you know, the book nerd. Yeah. And so now there's rumors they're going to try and push up their like first human flight and put Branson on it like early July because the Blue Origin flight's like ended July. Right. I don't know if they can pull it off with what I'll, like. Jeez. Um, if you want to find a quick way to die, that could be one way to rush a rocket launch. Yeah. So of all the products to rush, that's probably the one you don't want to rush. And yeah. I know about rush. Wink, wink. Yeah. I, so, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't have that same level of faith in their system when it's like, you look at the breakdown of how new shepherd works and they, they just have a rock solid abort system built in where there is no abort system with spaceship one. Like you're in, mm. you know, it's kind of like the shuttle was, there was an abort system. I don't know how it worked uh, in the early shuttles and then they removed it mm. before challenger. That makes sense. Good job, guys. You should also watch the Netflix documentary about it. Yeah. That junk's crazy. Yeah. Um, So, but basically, like, and I've talked about it on here before, Blue Origin, they can pop that capsule off the top of that thing at literally any point in the flight. Oh, Any point. So if anything's going wrong with the rocket, it just yeets you out of there and you come Hmm. back down on the parachutes and it's... That's cool. It's, it's no factor. Tesla, not Tesla. Who are they? SpaceX, SpaceX has something like that too, right? An ejection thing? Um, yes. So on their on their uh, Crew Dragon capsules, yeah. yeah. So it's uh, they both went at it a little bit different ways, both of them very different from what NASA has traditionally done with their capsules. So like when you see um, uh, Mercury and Gemini and Apollo capsules, actually Gemini, not. Uh, but you'll see those, just the pointy little like mini rocket sticking off the top of the capsule at the very top of the rocket. That that is their abort system. That's like mini solid rocket boosters, and it's it's actually really low tech. So down the 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 body of of the rocket all the way down the booster, they run three wires. If two of the three wires get severed, it triggers that system and it yanks the capsule off the top. Hmm. When I say not Gemini, Gemini, think about this. So it's that little space capsule. So Mercury, they could only fly one astronaut. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what Alan Shepard flew in first on a Mercury Redstone rocket. That was like an up and down flight. He didn't orbit. He made it to space and then it, you know, just a giant arc. Mm-hmm. Um, 
John Glenn, they flew that same Mercury capsule on top of an Atlas rocket, and he actually orbited like three or four times. Mm. So Shepard was the first American in space. Glenn was the first one to orbit, first U.S. Person, uh, astronaut to orbit. So, but those were single-man capsules. So then the Gemini capsules were two astronaut capsules. And when like the first spacewalk was from a Gemini and they were testing all these things out, building towards Apollo. Gemini had ejection seats. Like James Bond in your car style? Freaking ejection seats that on a cool. space capsule on a, like, Did they ever have hey, to use it? like rockets mid launch, not going good, fellas, got to punch out. Like uh, on a fighter jet, like, pfft, yeah. just right out yeah, of there. Yeah, I've seen Top Gun. I see how oh, this, yeah. I see how this works out for Goose. Yeah, no he's thanks. Slap the canopy and no thing. Well, and what's funny, I don't even know. And I think we, I, I talk about him all the time because he just uh, everyday astronaut Tim Dodd. He just does such a great job of making these things understandable and breaking them down. So he's got a video on that, and it's like it wasn't even a. By the time you have the equipment built in for the ejection seats, like it's not a a like weight saving or anything over the abort tower. Oh, you're saying ejection seat is not good at all? No. Oh, I I thought it was the same. No, 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 no. Oh. Like with the abort systems, the whole cap you're like you're still in your seat in the capsule. It's pulling the whole capsule away from the rocket. Gotcha. Versus just the this, individual seat. This like two panels. A rocket mid flight, two panels are gonna pop open on your capsule and boom, you're out of there. Yeah. That's just not a thing. At rocket speeds, that's a seems like a horrible yeah. idea. Like, if you're in the capsule, you're not exposed to the elements and the right. everything. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It seems insane. Because you're being forced upwards, and then you're being shot out sideways. Uh-huh. That's going to rip your body probably in half or something. I don't think it'd be fun. No, yeah. The, no, four, I, the G's on I don't want to take that ride. Yeah. So, you can actually, if you go, um, uh, if you're in Central Florida, highly recommend making the trip out to uh, Kennedy Space Center. They, there's... They, they have, like, at this point, they have some serious wow moments out there mm-hmm. where you really, like, you think it's so hard to impress people these days. Like, I've never seen, been impressed. Like, we've seen it all. And there's some moments where you're like, dang. Yeah. Um, but if you go into, which was recently redone, I think Boeing funded it, the Astronaut Hall of Fame. It used to be off-site. Now it's on-site. They did a phenomenal job with it. But they have, a, like, a, a flown, I can't remember from what mission, but they have a flown um, Gemini capsule in there mm. uh, and so you can see like how cramped those two guys would have been in there and stuff but you can see like the, you know the ejection hardware's there wow it's crazy when you see that like flight proven hardware on site there because like you're seeing these scorch marks and stuff from re-entry right so i mean they um at their saturn 5 center you can see a flown apollo capsule um they've got that flown gemini capsule there i think like the country i think we possess flown mercury capsules but i think they might be at like the Air and Space Museum or places like that. I, I haven't seen one of those out there. Um, but then, of course, Atlantis is out there. And, man, they did a great job right. with that. Uh, and then the Saturn V Center, I mean, it's... There's, I mean, there's Saturn V rocket. You just can't imagine. The scale is insane. On the, I, I wish if, if time travel ever becomes real, I would like to actually be present for and watch a Saturn V launch because when you watch the videos of it, yeah. It was just unbelievable. Those five F1 engines on the bottom, 7.5 million pounds of thrust out of those engines. It's a lot. It's crazy. <laughs> they have a display out there that's sat in five center and it's like more thrust than I can't even remember. They have a little display filled with toy F18s mm-hmm. and it's like it's more thrust than this many F18s oh, wow. and it's it's all the F18s. 
all all of them. It's more. Jeez. It's more thrust. And it just it's just incredible like watching that thing go. What they like they went to the moon on that. You think about like the computer tech they had. It was nothing. Didn't they? Yeah, here you go, boys. Yeah. A little camping trip to the moon. Jeez. Yeah. I wish I was rich. I would fly on a rocket. Yeah. Well, as with most things, I think uh, in the not so distant future, I think as a like YOLO bucket list, like I want to experience space kind of thing. I think. Wouldn't you just do the like the plane thing that goes up and down, up and down? No, because then you're just getting weightlessness, but you're not like in space. You're not up seeing the curvature of the earth, like yeah. seeing stars without, you know, mm-hmm. looking through atmosphere, atmosphere. And, and everything else. And you're getting that real deal space, weightlessness, space. not just like 30 seconds of it. Right. Um, I, I think it'll be, I don't think it'll be too long before it's down into, to, I think it'll take a while before it's like, no, I'm going to pay, you know, four figures. I'm going to pay a few thousand right. dollars and go on a flight. What's the most you would spend right now? Uh, I don't know. That's going to be way outside of my price range for a long time. But I think I, I think it's not going to be all that long before you could like probably... Would you spend 20000 If you could, If Jeff Bezos was like, hey, Kale, $20,000 right now, you'll I, hop on this rocket. I wouldn't because I think it's going to be much cheaper than that in the not-too-distant future. Okay. I, I bet we're less than a decade away from you being able to... Uh, to to get to space, to get past, I think it's 62 kilometers is the Kármán line. Um. There's some disagreements on uh, like what actually puts you in space. Okay. So I think like the military considers it a different altitude than, than I don't I don't know. But to get into space, <laughs> space, is space like, I cares. think I think we're inside of ten years from that being hmm. in the range of ten to twelve thousand dollars, hmm. and fifteen to 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 twenty years probably of being able to hey, take Siri. Remind me in ten years to buy the rocket. Yeah, I and I yeah I I think probably fifteen to twenty years from it being you know. Maybe three, four thousand dollars, maybe something like that. Hmm. the the real The real unknown is stuff like what Elon's doing, where he's doing Starship as this hyper reusable. Like his goal with Starship, SpaceX's goal with Starship, keeping in mind that this thing has like a lift capability of like a hundred thousand tons to orbit. So it's got like more more lift capacity than a seven forty seven. And he wants to be able to do point-to-point flights with it. Like, I'm going to launch from this spot on Earth and land at this spot. Right. Um, and wants to achieve, um, like, airplane levels of reusability. Like, land, refuel with very little minimal whatever, restack, and go. Right. And you look at what they've done with Falcon 9, and, man, it's not airplane levels, but they're turning Falcon 9s around well under 30 days now. Mm-hmm. Like it, it flew, it landed. I can't remember what their record is now, but it's down into the well down into the twenty day mark, and they're flying it again. They've got one now that's already flown ten times, and they're just going to keep reflying them with their own stuff until they fail, just to see what they can do. Um, but you know that could be the real game changer. I mean, if uh, if starships are if there's massive fleets of starships and they're flying all the time and they can carry several hundred people at a time and they're doing point to point flights. It's not going to be too long before you're paying, you know, airline prices yeah. to fly on the thing. So that's that's the real unknown. But shy of something like Starship being a real, real game changer. And if um, we can stay out of World War Four with like Russia and China and we don't, you know, destroy the whole Earth. Yeah, I think we're I think we're seven to ten years away from if you want to save for a long time. And this is like this big life goal for you. 
Mm-hmm. Um, like you can save up. You you can do. I mean, families do it for a trip to. I mean, we see it here in Central Florida. Yeah. Like the amount of money a family of four or five will spend in travel to get here and hotels once they're, once they're here. And, All four and, parks, yeah, multiple park days. Tickets, you know, Jeez. you can get into five. You know, you can do a ten or twelve thousand dollar trip. So it's like if you want to spend, if you want to save for years and years and, and do yep. a ten or twelve thousand dollar trip to space, you can pull it off. Yep. So, we're but we're we're there. The amount of like not professional astronaut flights on the books for this coming year, um, like there's going to be that flight for sure in July. Um, you know, we'll see what happens with Virgin, but they're really really close. Uh, but there's that Inspiration Four flight booked for September. None of those are astronauts. There's like one or two uh, Axiom flights booked on Falcon 9s. Um, like there's a lot of not professional astronauts going to space this year. Like hmm. So um, I, I think in a very early on podcast, I think I was like, man, hey guys, space tourism. Like we're really close. No, no. we're, I mean, we're, we're here. Hmm. By the end of next month, like, and not, Russia's done some of it, like, Hey, this person's going to pay tens of millions of dollars, and we're going to take them on a on a Soyuz flight, and maybe they get to see the ISS. That's not the same thing. This is like purpose built for, like New Shepard is built to do these little flights of five or six people at a time, going up and getting to experience space for a minute, you know, whatever it is, two minutes, and and come back down and do that repeatably and affordably and safely. Right. Um. And it's it's here, so it's cool. Yeah. It's the future. Future that is here. And, that and my Tesla driving me around while I play Cyberpunk in the back seat. <laughs> That's all I want. Jeez. Yeah. That sucks that that game sucked too, by the way. Yeah. So I think they were, it used to, what was the game that used to be like the benchmark for your machines powerful? Was it Crisis? I have no uh, idea. There was something for a long time. It was like, you know, particularly with like gaming PCs, the joke was like, but will it run whatever? Isn't it Doom? Um, no, I mean, I Doom a, a generation or two ago, I think, yes. But then there was something for a while. Because I've seen people like, I'm playing Doom on my refrigerator or something like that. <laughs> I saw somebody um, like hack and run Doom on the touch bar on a MacBook Pro. <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, so, uh, but I, so they were using it like in their, in their launch for Plaid. Like they were showing somebody playing it just to show how much processing power, like right. gaming power. So what kind had. of software is are those things running then? I don't, I don't know. So I don't know if you have to load like computer games onto it or, or what they're or if they're like the like PC version of Cyberpunk, it. probably. But they can like he was saying they and they showed somebody playing it live in one of the vehicles. Like right. this is straight up Cyberpunk, sixty frames per second. I mean like yeah. actual gaming. Four K. I don't know, bro. I've been playing Mass Effect on my Xbox Series X. Yeah, you found 4K, one. 4K. I finally found finally. one yeah, a week ago. Congratulations, dude! That I'm never doing something like that ever again. It got to the point where it was like a challenge accepted. I started this trying to buy a quest, and I'm going to see it through. And because I even was like, I don't want to spend it. I'm just continue to pay off debt. But then I had to get it. Yeah. And uh, Best Buy finally came through. The troll in me wanted you to get it and then just like it not be really much better than what you had. Just he'd be like, yeah. No, kind of like Ralphie in a Christmas story when he finally gets to decode right, his yeah. seat. A crummy commercial. <laughs> That's like that. I kind of wanted you to have that experience, but I'm glad you actually. It hasn't dropped my jaw yet. I mean, when I first booted up uh, last night, uh, I went just to load screen of Mass Effect. It was literally almost instant. Like, and norm- I even pulled up my phone to get ready for the load screen 
and yeah. it was done. I was like, oh, I don't even have to check my... Oh, okay, cool. I'm already playing. So that was cool. But it's like, that's a first world pain deal. Yeah. Like, oh, I have to wait 30 seconds for this to load. Yeah. Like, just shut up and wait. But no, that is very impressive. But then playing 4K at 60 frames, solid, locked, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And you can even play it up in 1440 at 120 frames. But I, I can't see the difference in 60 frames at 120. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. So maybe I'm just an idiot. I feel like you can see it with video because yeah. it start everything starts you know when it's you're when smooth. you're watching video yeah it starts to feel like uh, everything looks like a soap opera yeah like it, it kind of gets that but i haven't maybe this isn't the game to do that because i haven't i downloaded the master chief collection just to see how that game looks in the series yeah. x but i haven't really it's surprisingly small the list of series x capable games but the important question that everyone wants to know is how do the lego games look I haven't booted it up. Yeah. I I, even, I I couldn't remember which one I was on, and I didn't pull even, up my list, so I didn't I even, even download one. No, I downloaded uh, it's Lego Marvel. I downloaded it, but I didn't play it. Yeah, yeah the second one. My yeah. suspicion was that, tell me if I'm right or wrong, that it, it was probably going to be roughly similar to like when you get the next-gen iPhone. Like pre-purchase, yeah. when you've watched everything, you're like, this is going to revolutionize my entire life. And then you get it, and you're like, well, I mean, there's a couple things that are marginally better. Yeah, because I've been getting the new iPhone every year, and I don't see improvements anymore. Yeah. Like, it's 15 times faster than the first iPhone. Like, well, no, duh. Like, they always go, the iPhone 3GS yeah. runs 15% slower than the iPhone 12. Like, okay. Well, the thing is, they make these massive processing gains now. Yeah. But everything's been more power than 99% of users need yeah. anyway. Yeah. You can't feel it because you've never pegged it out anyways. Right. So right. you don't you don't feel the difference. So like I'm going from an Xbox One X, which was already top of the line Xbox, going to the Series X. So there is like the menu is way snappier. Um, I'm already on fiber internet. So games like Mass Effect downloaded within like maybe 10 minutes and it's maybe a 40 gig something game. So there it is snappier. Um, the one X is already 4k. So I haven't really seen like this game looks way better. Yeah. Unless you have it side by side. I don't, I don't see a difference, yeah. but mostly got it uh, because I have a huge back catalog of Xbox games versus PlayStation games, but I'm going to get the PS five eventually, but I'm definitely not going to try the, um, uh, getting it online and waiting and blah, 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 having 20 browsers open and waiting for best buy. Cause you would click add to cart and then it would, do a please wait because yeah. to prevent bots so then i had three browsers up and all three were just please wait please wait and then my phone popped up back yellow yeah i just hit add to cart as quick as i could and just i didn't even double you know how you double check your cart to make sure you're buying the right thing i didn't even do that i just was clicking yeah. continue 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 and then it said confirmation chase popped down hey this is you just charged your card and i'm like oh snap it went through yeah and i was the, super excited the whole like i mean it's been a weird thing to live through you know, like since whatever, March 2020 is when things right. I feel like really started to get weird. But um, so it's been interesting enough. But now, like the back end experience is so odd, like all these shortages of things. Yeah, the now, microchip crap that and, and I mean, like Starbucks can't get a hold of everything yeah. they use right now. And the well, stuff there was with, medicine for a bit, too, uh, was hard to get. We realized yeah. a lot of our medicines overseas it's, which is a great idea yeah. um and all but, of our bullets are made in america because if we need to get into a fight we're ready to go but yet all of our medicine in case of a pandemic we ain't getting that really quick 
well and like the the lumber thing and there's other material yeah. stuff and so it's like just these shortages and stuff it's like we how like february february 2020 no problem getting any of this stuff good right. to go yeah and uh but somehow in this in this last year and so why did that make more people i guess i mean everyone in congress sucks but like why couldn't they someone just go hey this is a problem we should not ever we should be a hundred percent self is that bad to say self-reliant like that we do because that hurts other countries obviously with our trade and importing exporting yada, i mean yada. some people have said that you know now like the the medicine thing and the ppe thing and you know it, it takes us all the way back to the beginning of this episode with the origin stuff of like so we've outsourced all this manufacturing and then there's these things that um you know when everything's great okay right um but when everything's not great, not not okay. Right. And, you know, a lot of that stuff that, that's gone and is made elsewhere now is made in China. That's not a great relationship mm-hmm. um, right now. It doesn't seem to be getting any any better. <laughs> Everybody knows how Sounds of a Podcast feels about China. The government. Uh, the government, the government, not the people. China. Not the people. I have Chinese friends. Um, but, uh, you know, at this point. And so it's just no like let's let's look at everything and go um hey if somebody could just flip a switch and turn this off how big a problem would that be for us right and if the answer is a pretty big problem okay well we need to let's see uh, let's evaluate that but um the challenges are that like the libertarian in me though is like well i don't know that i want the government telling you know mandating like that stuff has to i think they're just the companies themselves should go realize that through everything that's just happened. Yeah. Like, hey, let's try to bring things back to America. Yeah, I I wish they would. I wish yeah. Origin ran. Not necessarily the government make it happen, Dude, but... like, if uh, if life were like Demolition Man and Origin were like Taco Bell, just if all businesses were magically run by Origin, um, the, the problem is, like, would you pay five grand for your iPhone? No. <laughs> you no. know, so... And, and that's, that's the, the one thing. downside, yeah. And well, and as a society, our man, our memories are so short. Yep. Right. So short. Once so everything's like, back to normal, we're gonna be like, yeah. yeah, BFD. So when a hospital purchaser is like, oh well, I can buy, I can buy these masks, I can buy this PPE at this price from these foreign manufacturers, right? Or I can pay four, five x from these U.S. manufacturers. Well, hey, we we got a budget. Right, yeah. Right, so... I mean, look at me with the jeans. I'd like a pair of jeans, but I ain't going to spend $120 on origin jeans. Yeah. Love y'all, but I can't I, do it. Do, I, will, I won't say the very... Because I'm I'm down my... Like, I'm a... I'm a <laughs> it's funny. Uh, like, with clothes and stuff, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. It's <laughs> so like, I'm typically like, any given time, I probably have a pair of jeans. And when I want to wear jeans, I wear those jeans. Yeah. And right now, I don't have those jeans. The last pair... The last pair died. They were a like target pair of, of Wranglers, mm-hmm. not not the brown label. Um, and so they like it wasn't even you know like we we know everybody knows I'm a little I'm a little hefty right now, not as hefty as I was not too long ago. But I'm a little hefty, so you know you get uh, what is loving. But yeah, your, you're gonna sit here and tell us how to work out, Kale. You get what is uh, well. I was all wrong about all that. None of <laughs> none of what I said was was true. Um, yes, it was. Uh, but um. That's an inside joke. Yeah. We're just, to be a part of one. Just, just razzing one person there. Um, but the, I'm interested once uh, Drew Bay, the guy I was talking about that I used to work out, listen to that. Because I know he won't like some of what I said, but everything that I said about HIT, I feel like was, was We don't have to rehash it. It's accurate. fine. It's fine. No, but I'm interested to hear his feedback on it. And I, I'd, I'd love to have Drew on the pod. So, And I, I think he'd come on. Um, 
But yeah, those you would you would think my jeans had died from what is lovingly referred to as chub rub, which is just when you have fat thighs, it's literally just the friction of the fabric from all the wow. time of you walking. You never heard? I've never heard of uh, that. Yeah. Well, chub, I've also been skinny my whole life, chub so rub, I don't. It's a thing. Yeah. Uh, but no, it wasn't that. They like randomly like split along like the stitch of a pocket on the back. Oh. I don't know if I caught them on something or what. I've never heard of that. I'm just like, ooh, it's drafty on uh, my left cheek. <laughs> so oh. so I need a new pair. But um, like I said, it doesn't make sense for me to buy something like Origin Jeans yeah. right now. So I'm not going to say my very next pair of jeans are going to be Origin, but there's some Origin Jeans in my future. I got For something I think that will last as long as, as that, which to me at that price point, I can't remember what they are, like 120 it's still like 126, maybe. I think. Dude, if if you get like a five, six year runs out of those jeans, you got your money's you got your money. But I mean, I just spent five hundred dollars on an Xbox, so obviously yeah. you see where my priorities are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but the Xbox, I haven't really put it through the ringer yet, so that's why I don't I'm not blown away yet, but I haven't yeah. done anything yet. I've only played one so, game. Well, we've we've crossed the hour mark and we didn't say a single word about, about WWDC, the, yeah. Yeah, which I thought was going to uh dominate the podcast. So yeah. I literally had and, it pulled up on my phone. Where did it go? And it's all going to be old news a week from now. It won't even be worth talking Well, about. no, I think because everything that they talked about won't be out till what, September? Yeah, and they'll so, push it all again then. And like we're probably due for like a Adam pretty got big... his mug. He texted me a photo of his mug. Ah, uh, congratulations, That's buddy. Cool. Sorry, well, I'm checking my phone while you're talking yeah, to yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> um, So... Uh, yeah, at Apple. So this uh, this event uh, last Monday um, was it was all software based. It was all like what's coming to Mac OS, which we know now will be Monterey, um, iOS 15, iPad OS 15. They touched on TV OS just a tiny, tiny yep. bit. Um, Watch OS. I can't remember what number we're on there. Eight. Um, but it was all it was all software based, and you watched it, and you felt kind of mad, and I, I thought there was some some really cool stuff there. But so we could talk about that maybe next week or the i don't know and layman's terms hey guys this is what your iphone can do in september and this is why yeah, you should care it, i mean even even let us i mean you guys can all go look at everything like everybody's got like breakdowns of the announcements yeah. and you can you can read it you can watch it in a few minutes or hear us talk about it um so you know, maybe hit us up on social message us if you've got our our cell phone number or something let us know if you if you want our take on the wwdc stuff and otherwise i don't know we can sit and wait till the fall when it's actually all going to be released anyways. are you gonna do the beta did you like it enough to do the beta no I'm not there. There's stuff I'm super excited about. So there were some wow moments for me and none of it's like earth shattering stuff that like no one's done before. Uh, but Marcus Brown did a great, um, a great video on like, again, addressing like specific features they talked about right now and Apple hypes it all up and it's the greatest and best thing. Yeah. We think you're going to love it. Um, and then every Android, we've had this six we, years we've ago. We've had it forever, but he made the great point. Yes, Apple isn't first to a lot of things like They've that. They've never been first. But like, I shouldn't say never. Part of what takes them longer is because they make sure it's going to work with everything, yeah. device to device to device and yeah. OS to OS. Um, and so then it's so if you're in the walled garden, it's so smooth and seamless yep. once you get it that you don't mind that they weren't they weren't first to it. So uh, we'll link to it. Go check out his video on that. And maybe maybe we'll break down some of those uh, those features next week or maybe we do like a, a one off throwaway like our take on WDC. Yep. I don't even know when we'd record that. We could FaceTime it or something. But uh, yeah. which, hey, some cool changes coming to FaceTime. Yeah, that's a big one. Being able to you, you're going to be able to we'll hit on just this one since I just yeah. mentioned it. Um, if you're an Android Windows user, whatever, you'll be able to join FaceTime calls via web browser. Yep. 
Uh, anyone. So anyone a, could join a FaceTime yeah, call so, on any device. So, that's a, so you can't, not anyone can initiate one. Right, right. Uh, but like say you were invited to be a guest on the Solid 7 podcast. You don't need an iPhone. You don't have, and, and you don't have an Apple device. We can still send you a FaceTime link. You can link. go on your PC laptop yeah. and click the link and be in a so FaceTime call. That's a that's a big deal. That's a, that's a smart idea. Yeah. But uh, on the same topic, they you can also, if you're in a FaceTime call, we can watch movies together at the same time. Yeah. We can listen to music together at the same time. And then you, if we both, I think if we both have Apple Music, you can add to the playlist to the queue we're listening to, oh, let's listen to this song yeah. next, all on a FaceTime call, yeah. which I'm pretty sure, and I think Kira would attest to this, we were long distance for a majority of our dating and half of our yeah. engagement. Um, and FaceTime, I think, is the reason why we are married. Yeah. Because like you hear people, couples like, we were in the war and we wrote letters once a year to each other. Like, yeah. I'm like, no, I would have forgotten you and moved on. But because yeah. of FaceTime, I think that's only reason well, why. Well, and I was excited about that one because it's like we've talked about on here how we tried to use uh, like group watch on Disney Plus oh, right, yep. to do Mandalorian and what a god awful experience it was. Yeah. Um, so this isn't working with every streaming service at launch. It I seems think like it's, it's going to be Apple so stuff. successful that they'll. Well, Disney Plus was on the list though. Oh, the I was yeah I didn't yeah. pay attention. So to that. the like the glaring omission was Netflix. Of course, it's always uh, Netflix. But Hulu, ESPN, of course, Disney Plus, uh, which is a big one. Yeah, I don't see how Netflix doesn't come along. Well, they don't come along. Yeah. You belong. You That's a callback, folks. Singing. Yeah, no. Um, but I wish that feature was around when because Kira and I would literally we'd go okay we're gonna watch I'm gonna press pray right now yeah no it no, would no. be I would play into like five seconds in and yeah. I'd pause and then she go all right ready playing and then she go one two three four and then I click play yeah. right on five and then we'd be listening for a second I'm like, all right cool yeah. now, I mean that would have been a it would have been a bigger deal uh, mid COVID. Uh, yeah. But I still, I still think it'll be cool. Like if we were going to sit and watch uh, Bad Batch together for the pod, I'm not going to drive to your house. When if this exists and works works well, mm-hmm. like unless we're going to do dinner and something and stuff too, I'm not going to drive to your house. I mean, if you're making me those steaks to do that, um, you know. So I, I who wants to and, make an and, hour commute? And now that I'm talking about it out loud, I'm like, oh, never mind. It's going to be even less human interaction. Never, never mind. Well, technically, it's still human interaction, but, just not in person human yeah. interaction. But no, this is great. If you're a long distance couple, FaceTime well, together. Not even, you think about just little uh, like everyday interactions of like, hey, have you seen this video or check out this thing? Mm-hmm. Like to be on a FaceTime call, do that real quick. You're both watching it in real time. You're discussing it. It's it's Will it whatever. work with YouTube? Because I could see that being the most um, common thing. I don't know. Because I, outside of a long distance relationship, I can't picture any time I'm going to FaceTime yeah. you, Kale. I don't even FaceTime you now. Well, and I'm not sure if it's all the, like, if, if all the features are the same thing right now between, like, what we're talking about, like, stream share, whatever it is. Share play. Like, so if share play is the same thing because they did add, like, legit screen share into FaceTime. That was another big yeah, FaceTime you announcement. You could see your iPhone screen on So if share, phone. like, how that plays out for it, hey, let me show you this YouTube video. And if that's the same thing as share play or mm. if it's just, Hey, you can or it turns into share play. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, and it's, it's so fresh and surely they didn't announce everything yeah. because like the rumor mill is like really strong, probably a pretty bold watch refresh yeah. this year, which probably means they'll be adding hardware capability. Yeah. So there's probably going to be more to like watch OS yeah. than they announced because they're not going to give away yeah. what the hardware capability is going to be. Right. Like if they cracked the code, we've talked about it on here on, um, like blood glucose levels in your Apple Watch. They weren't gonna. They want that moment at yep. the announcement for the watch. They're not gonna tip their hat on that now. Though 
they can't seem to manage to keep from leaking anything. They're so since bad Steve died, with it. so I don't know how they're going to. I didn't look us at any that, rumors but. before this keynote, but the last keynote, I think yeah. in September, I knew every single thing they were announced was one hundred percent in the rumor mill. Yeah. I don't remember being surprised by anything, and that sucked. I remember sitting there not knowing what's going to happen, and then oh, here's one more thing. Yeah, and it was cool. No so, longer. but there, there was there was cool stuff for all for for really announced for everything. They didn't push TVOS real big, but there was some cool stuff there. It'll have spatial audio, which is cool. Yeah, um, for if you have AirPods, and yeah, you can connect to your Apple and, TV. Uh, unlocking your Apple TV apps just with Touch ID or Face ID from your phone um, was kind of cool. So they didn't spend a ton of time on that. I mean, we've talked about it just. Apple TV period just doesn't ever get a ton of love out of because them because they're them themselves are not using it. I think there's, I think there's movement there where we're going to see more in that space where they're going to start to tie in the the home pods uh, and adding like a FaceTime element, whether that's a screen or just a camera. I think they're going to start to meld a lot of that stuff, and I think that's why we haven't seen big. Movement I wonder if on they're going to do a, a keynote just on home, the home. Because did you see how they revamped the camera system just on the Apple TV? How you can see like a whole grid of all your security cameras in your house if you have multiple? Yeah. And, and, and then there the was, way they're incorporating the new HomePod minis to be like, you can use these as your speakers. Like, I yeah. think they're slowly. And there was new, like, big HomeKit news. So so if you're, if you're into all that stuff, like, if you're somebody who you're all ears when we start talking to Apple um, and you didn't watch WWDC, um, there's there's plenty of places to go get that info right now, and you you should do that. Maybe we'll hit on it on some of it next week if you guys maybe if you're a good boy and interest. a good oh, girl. Every single time we're like, hey, reach out, tell us this thing. We'd love to hear your thought. You guys don't do it. No one does. You don't do it. Mm-mm. But uh, you know, last week you couldn't even be troubled to listen. So I don't know if you've looked at last week's plays, but it's like, what's no, that? I did. I saw it on the way here. I was like, oh, that's sad. <laughs> what's that? No guest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Someone told me they. I've heard it both. People are like, I like it with just you two. And I've also heard, I, only, I like it. You should only have guests. You should only do guest episodes. So I don't know what to do. Well, based on the numbers, the numbers say... <laughs> on just you and me. The numbers say have a guest. So, well, and then also, uh, you know, I'm wondering, like even our last cup, our last few like guest episodes, uh, it's lower plays than previous episodes had been. So I don't know if that's like a... Those people are sharing it with their friends intently. Like Becca just texted the world. No, no, no. So even like when Mike Redacted was back on, uh, and when, when but he I, seems to be a fan favorite from everyone that yeah. But me I'm, about you it. look at the plays on that. So like it's below the average numbers of plays from all the previous episodes. Ah. Like I don't think it's cracked. We've also I've also sucked at the Instagram posting the last couple of weeks. Maybe yeah. that makes a difference. That's like a reminder. Oh yeah, I knew up something to pro- listen to. That. I mean, it probably doesn't help. I've I just been, hate Instagram so much. Like I normally will post to to something to right. my like I'll either do the fun size video or I'll do my own like screen right. cap post to my Insta. Right. Um. But uh, you know, not that I have the biggest uh, following there. Uh, but maybe they are like. But even those videos on our Instagram have like twenty two views. My suspicion is a couple of things at this point. Either like. That initial like new hotness bump of like, oh, we know these guys and they're doing this thing. We'll give some courtesy. Has listens has fallen off, mm-hmm. and so now it's like, okay, this is kind of actually where our base is at, and we build from here. Right. Or it's like because we've been so consistent, everybody it, they know it's going to be there on Monday. They kind of know what it is. Not everybody's like I'm a the podcast I'm into. Like the new one drops, I'm I've listened to it like that day or within a couple of days. Not everything. Not the ones that are like five you know three to five hours long yeah and we'll drop multiple episodes in a week kind yeah. of thing or or whatever but the stuff that's more serialized like they're doing an hour hour and a half yeah once once twice a week 
I see that notification pop up. I go listen, but I know not everybody's that. So it's like now they know it's there. Now they they know it's going to be there, and maybe they go listen to an episode or two at a time or something like that. I just want Apple to fix the stupid links. Yeah, because most of our listens are on Apple. And if you're like, what are they talking about? I want to see that photo. Oh, I can't click it. That's very inconvenient, and I can't think of another way to make that work. Yeah, if you're annoyed with the show links, um, really all I can tell you at this point is hit up hit up Spotify or Overcast or one of the other players because they're working fine. Even if I like type out the url and we have the url you're gonna sit there and type in all those characters like yeah. no you're not yeah. like i want i don't even know there's i don't know how to do it yep so sorry sorry about that not, uh, shockingly we don't have a lot of pull with apple we don't have a lot of sway they're not yeah. super but I, I will say we do have a guest for next week evidently yeah. and that's a bit yeah. of a funny story <laughs> that we'll tell when they come on um so you know you're not listening right now so you won't know we have a guest coming next week but, right uh We'll have a guest in studio next week, and it might be the week after that. I do have, I do have a like a kind of a big deal guest lined up for us. Oh snap! So, um, yeah, I don't know if that'll be. So I don't know if we'll pull that off here. I got to talk with him about when we can record. Cool. So none of this means anything to you guys, but we're just looking at when that. that other Should we do will like a here. Father's Day special? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's an hour of silence. <laughs> Uh, recorded while we're all wearing black holding black roses Um, so no but for those of you that are listening we appreciate you we love you we are as always unofficially brought to you by uh, Jocko Go uh, made by Origin Maine so uh, who we talked about at the beginning yeah originusa.com origins awesome Jocko's uh, awesome Uh, support them buy their products you'll love them we love them Uh, if you don't know where to start, start with the Jocko Go. If you're an energy drink kind of person, you're like, I drink Monsters all the time. I drink Red Bull. I drink Bang. Give it a go. It's not full of garbage. You're not going to like the first one, but just keep keep at it. <laughs> <laughs> we, we always disagree on that one. I, I did not dislike I, I have several friends now at this point yeah. because of this podcast. They've drank in the Jocko Goes who are in the sugar camp, jumped yeah. to this, had the same reaction I did. They're like, whoa, that was rough. And I And I told them it was rough for me on my first one. Just stick with it. Now I can chug them now. See, I haven't, like, I've never been a big energy drink That's why. person because I'm a coffee person. Right. Um, and I haven't been, like, an actual normal soda person for a long time. And that's so another it was no, reason. F- it was right. no factor there. So, right. like, I'm drinking, like, Being a, a, a Coke Zero yeah. or whatever. I'm like, no, this is really good. No, if you're coming from chugging Mountain Dews and chugging Red Bulls to this, it's a stark difference. Yeah. But that's why I've never heard these guys say anything about it at all. Yeah. Like, th- hey, there's an aftertaste. So that's why I'm trying to, even though it's kind of negative, but it's like, no, just, yeah, the first one will be different. It's a different taste. It's an acquired taste, I would say. But no, once you have your second or third one, you're fine. So that first one, you're like, whoa, this is different. Just finish that can, get a second one the next day or at that 3 p.m. lull. Instead of coffee at the 3, you know, that 2, 3 p.m. lull you have in the middle of the workday. I've been doing Jocko's instead of coffee. Yep. It's a great little, pick little me up. A little kick of caffeine, but, yeah. not, but not too much. Some you don't get jitters. You don't get the crash. Nootropics to, uh, to fire up your brain. Yeah. And, uh, and so my sugar friends, give it another go. Yeah. So they don't give us a dime yet. They probably never will based on how we talk about it every time. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm just being honest. But we love I'm them. I'm being anyway. real. <laughs> we love them. We love them anyways. So. Grab a Jocko Go. Check out their other products. I did. I added that to my auto ship too. I've got uh, Jocko Krill coming now and their joint wafer. I want all of that. Yep. So, uh, but yeah, check them out and uh, 
yeah, if uh, if you want to throw the podcast some uh, some support, we'll we'll take it. Check out the uh, the Patreon. You get some bonus audio. Uh, you can get a mug. Did you know us doing mug? our Patreon saying, "Hey, we're gonna have exclusive content," has not driven anyone to go, "Oh, let me subscribe." Because of this exclusive content. Uh, not yet. Not yet. So if you want exclusive content, yep. go there. But uh, it will. One day. Like, dude, I still say it's 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 worth doing just for Mike's war stories. Oh, yeah. For sure you need to listen just to at least that episode if you had to listen to any of them. Yeah. That yeah, was dope. Like, do the $5 level and pay one time for one month to cancel it so right. that you can go and listen to Mike's war stories. No, his war stories are I, awesome. I wouldn't, I wouldn't judge you for that. Yeah. I'll spend your five bucks, but I won't judge you for it. Yeah. So, but no, there's a $5 level there. If you just want that bonus content, we talk about things that we don't get to in the podcast. It, it comes out early. So we kind of preview what's coming up on the podcast. <laughs> this is our version of sticking to an hour. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, uh, and then you do the $10 level, you get all the bonus content and then a uh, little ways in, you get a better than average mug. Yeah. Nature. So, yeah. And the people are getting their mugs. And uh, you you help improve the the podcast. You help uh, help cover the gear, and you know we we'd love to as we uh, hopefully continue to grow. Um, you know, hook our guests up with some goodies, and and just do some different stuff like that. Improve the microphones and all kinds of different different stuff. So pay for my Tesla waste. to self drive me here. We will give you more than your money's worth. Ten ten bucks a month for. Well over four hours of entertainment is a steal. And it's steal. quality entertainment. Oh, yeah. Quality. So, but hey, if you can't do that, that's okay. We understand. But tell your friends. Tell your family. Hit us up on social media. Uh, solid, the number seven podcast on Twitter, on Instagram, Patreons, patreon.com slash solid seven. Uh, visit rate this podcast slash solid seven with the, the, the word spelled out. Give us a, a little rating, a little review. Uh, every little bit helps. None of that costs you anything. Zero dollars to hit the share all, button. That's all for free. Hit the repost button. Yep. And uh, in the meantime, we'll, we'll be thinking about you guys every moment until we're back here to talk to you again. Amen, brother. Up, listeners, we love you. We'll see you next week. Farewell. Out. Out.